The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Buffalo Wild Wings. This is The Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz live here at Buffalo Wild Wings and Hedwig. And uh, come on out, take this wing challenge. Uh, Ten blazing Carolina Reaper wings in five minutes. If you can do it, there's a lot of great stuff. A lot of great prizes out here. And if you don't do it, you're not a real man. Exactly. Except for us because, uh, you know, we have to do a show. So that's, that's our excuse. Uh, we're going to uh, dispense with all the other introductory stuff because on the line we have a uh, uh, former Houston Texans great and uh, who's branching out into some new things. Uh, been a while, but uh, happy to have Brian Cushing on the show. Brian, how are you? I'm doing great. I, I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm doing real well. Pretty good, uh, pretty good basketball run here for your Trojans, huh? They did okay. You know, they did okay. I think we ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw the other night with, I think, the eventual national champions. But um, proud of those guys. Proud of the school, and uh, they put a hell of a year together. So uh, Nick reached out to me and and told me that you are, basically, you're you're training three times a week uh, in MMA, which is, it's cool. It's news to me, first of all, and it's cool to me because uh, I I did the same thing, you know, I've stopped now, but uh, once you get into it, it's it's like uh, it just takes hold of you. So, I mean, how, how when did you decide that you wanted to do this, and and how deep into it are you? Yeah. So originally, my 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 oldest son Caden got into it about five years ago, um, maybe six around 2016, and at the time I was currently still playing. My wife just asked her dad what was a good spot. She found a Gracie Baja out here that was highly recommended uh, right off of West Chase. We went over there and met with Professor Opiano. Uh, we had a three-year-old that was very uh, high effort and uh, kind of to, needed to release some steam. And we took him over there, and it was, it was an awesome fit. Um, like I said, I was still playing at the time, but I was very intrigued by the sport. Um, it seemed very technical. Uh, There's a ton of respect. Uh, I just loved everything about it. And um, it wasn't until about two years ago when I was finally done playing, um, you know, again, Professor Opiano uh, reached out to me and said, you know, why don't you come out and try it out? Um, it was something I was thinking about for a while, but it, it finally just took that, that, that message of his words to ask me to do it, which was the final yes for me to get, get finally out onto the mat. So are you are you doing mostly jiu-jitsu in a gi? Are you doing wrestling? Are you, are you doing any kickboxing, Muay Thai stuff? What, what exactly are you getting into? So, yeah, so I've been doing a lot of uh, gi, no gi, and wrestling, just kind of pure grappling, no striking. Um, that's kind of been my desire and, and, and passion so far. Not saying I wouldn't venture into, into other um, areas or, you know, Variants off of the uh, martial art combat sport kind of deal, but as of right now, it's it's strictly grappling, um, and that's that's kind of just opened my eyes tremendously to see how much um, different variation there is within the sport, um, and seeing how deep it truly goes of, of the learning, and that uh, even even black belts will admit that they are still learning every single day. It's a constant evolving sport, and um, it's just kind of it's really fascinating to me. I'm guessing you had, especially working in a gi, a lot of what I got when I started working in a gi is it, it's humbling because you're a guy, I mean, you're a big, strong guy, and, and there could be some 170-pound guy who knows what he's doing who can, who can give you the business while you're wearing that, that gi. I, I mean, it, it, was, it, was it humbling for you as a guy who's been at the top level of your sport for so long to go in and, and kind of start from the bottom and, and eat dirt for a little while? Yes. Absolutely. And humbling is the perfect word for the sport. And like you said, especially wearing a gi. Um, when you start getting cho- choked out with your, your own articles of clothing, uh, it is an interesting feeling. And um, like having 100 pounds on someone and 
you know, pretty much losing or, or having to submit or tap is definitely a humbling experience. But one of those things, I think if you check your ego out the door, you come in willing to learn, um, and you kind of just dive in head first, full speed, your eyes will open really quickly and, and you'll see really how, how technical and, um, how incredible the sport is. Uh, Third Coast Grappling has a uh, an event going on at White Oak Music Hall on Saturday. Are you participating, yeah. or are you just uh, are you just promoting? I am just promoting. I'm just promoting. There was some some rumblings early on. Uh, I was going to have a super fight against a, a very very big name. Um, I unfortunately had an injury at the time, at, but also will willingly admit I was nowhere near ready to fight this guy. Um, I love the idea of it. I will eventually, but uh, as right now, just promoting, just trying to help grow the sport, just trying to help people from all facets of life or, or different professions or sports. Come check it out. Um, for me, honestly, this is the best thing I did post-football. Uh, there was a, a, an incredible transition for me right into this, and um, it, it really it, it just helped me a lot. It's helped me a lot. It's, it's as crazy as it sounds, as a physical sport, at the same time, it's also been extremely therapeutic for me. Uh, maybe it just matches my level of passion and intensity, but I think there's, there's a lot more to the sport that can help people, um, all types of people. Like I said, with whatever professions or whatever they have going on in life, you walk into that gym, you meet great people that are, have all different occupations, but all come there with the same common goal, all get along, and I think all grow as people. What's your uh, what's your belt level at right now? I'm a blue belt. I'm a blue belt. I got my blue belt um, about May of last year. Um, and did, uh, did training very, slow very down during COVID? Um, yeah, yes, it did. I, I think it, I, it probably would have gotten it earlier. Um, and, and you know, obviously, with everything that had gone on and not being able to train, um, and a lot of promotions were kind of pushed back. Uh, I was kind of right on the cusp, and then COVID hit, so I had to wait for the gym to kind of open again and put at least a month more work into it before I was promoted. Uh, but it was also a good feeling because I could, uh, I was not the only white belt in the house anymore. Now, my two kids were uh, higher belts than me, so I was, I was glad to not hear them give me crap anymore about being a white belt. <laughs> Well, Brian, I'd be remiss if we didn't ask you about the state of the Texans right now. I mean, obviously, things have changed a lot since you left. Uh, yeah. Do you do you think that the situation they're in right now, like, is is something that can be fixed, or is it, is this going to be? Do you feel like this is a long term, like it may be five six years before we're back to normal here? What what do you think it would take to turn this thing around right now? Yeah, yeah, uh, I think they can go either way. I think go either way. Um, you know, I think so far uh, in free agency, um, Nick Sarah's done a good job. You know, there's just been a lot of turnover. And anytime you have a lot of established leaders on the team that are either traded or released or retired or whatever the reason is that they're not on the team anymore, there's going to be a lot of turnover. Um, and then finding those next leaders to establish the kind of culture that you're looking for in the locker room and on and off the field. Uh, I think that's the, that's, that's the, the pinpoint and, and that's really the answer right there is, you know, who's going to step up, who's going to be the leader of the team and whether it's free agency, the draft or guys that are already in that locker room to kind of deliver the message that you want your younger guys to hear and to obviously put forth the physical play on the field and lead those guys. That is going to determine how long it takes for the team to turn around, in my opinion. That is former Texan linebacker Brian Cushing. Uh, he's he's talking about Third Coast Grappling, hosting a big pay-per-view event at White Oak Hall on Saturday. You can stream it on Fight. F- f- really, the best way to go find it is go to Instagram.com slash Third Coast Grappling and, uh, and yep. find things there. Uh, appreciate the time, Brian. Good to catch up with you, man. Uh, and glad to hear you're, you're into the jiu-jitsu journey, and may- maybe we'll run into each other on the mats one day soon, man. Absolutely. Hope to get to see you guys out there. Um, the event, like you said, will be Saturday. Doors are opening at 5, 6 p.m. start time. The pay-per-view and the big fights will start at 8. And like you said, it will be on Fight TV. And there are some major names for anyone that knows jiu-jitsu or doesn't know jiu-jitsu and just wants to check out the sport. Some of the best of the best of the best guys on earth that will be fighting that night. So it will be a, a great thing to, to check out. And I appreciate right. you guys for letting me come on. 
All right, no problem, Brian. We'll talk to you soon, man. All right, you got it. All right, Brian Cushing. So, yeah, I think he's. Uh, what was the word I would use on your Texans question? He, he was uh, diplomatic. diplomatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, mean, I think he's still got a paycheck from those guys. Yeah. So yeah. there's only so much he's going to say. But I mean, I, I think he's right. It, there's there's a path to fix it relatively quickly, and then there's a super slow path, which we, we would call the process, uh, which might might be ugly. Yeah, and you know I, we've we've talked about this a lot because. And once once we realized there was going to be a new GM, saying all along, there are ways to fix it and and get back to being relatively competitive quickly. It's just now you're also dealing with, okay, maybe you don't have a franchise quarterback, and maybe you don't get anything for the franchise quarterback because of all of his off the field stuff, and you know that that to me complicates the whole thing because your your path to a quicker turnaround was trading him for a bunch of assets. So we'll see, but uh, yeah, it's 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 cool that he's into that, and and you know I think that's a, a good path for a guy who's as competitive as he was. I mean, he gets to still do something to compete. Oh yeah, and you know I I think you you benefited from that for a long yep. time too, and it's just uh, uh it it keeps you in shape. It's it's good for the mind and the body. So good to hear him doing it. So all right, that was Brian Cushing. We'll have uh, uh Brad Powers on talk a little college uh, basketball Final Four coming up be good to uh good to hear you guys break down those games only only uh three games left in the season indeed three games away from me getting a uh tattoo (laughs) oh yeah baby never happening never happening on your junk uh not on my junk again you guys on your your neck no you guys gonna be so you guys so gangster you guys can stop i've already told you where it goes that's it and it doesn't matter anyway because it's not happening all right (laughs) Quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, You know she loves to Listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow live from Buffalo Wild Wings. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Bauer and AJ Hoffman, and we are back on the Blitz 713-780 ESPN. If you want to text the show, and I think the uh, somebody was over there doing the wing challenge, and don't know if they still are, but. Uh, yeah, come on out to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings uh, in Hedwig. We're uh, uh, they're, they're giving away all kinds of cool stuff out here, and, and including uh, orbit totems. Who wouldn't want an orbit totem? You just have to uh, <laughs> come out and finish second in the wing contest to, to get it. There'll be another one at six o'clock, and giveaways every fifteen minutes. And I think this other orbit thing is like a uh, what's this? It's just a smaller statue. It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Either one would look good at your house, Tyler. You got a new place. Yeah, you could do it at uh, six o'clock. You could survive. Worst comes to worst, you know, one of us can handle that. I mean, at this point, I've already eaten fifteen boneless wings. I'm so like, yeah, I'm you, you won't even feel it then. Yeah. Uh, mm. At least you got something to soak it up. Just think about it that way. Yeah. Uh, mm. Quick uh, update. Obviously, Astros start tonight, so we're here for the start of baseball season. No deal with Carlos Correa, which I don't think anybody was expecting to happen. No, and honestly, especially after the Lindor extension, I think uh, now you're going to be in a, a position of uh, I, the, the it, Lindor deal makes me feel more and more like Correa is not going to be an Astro after this year. Yeah, and honestly, if if Carlos Correa thinks that he's on the same level as Francisco Lindor, I, I welcome him to go somewhere else and get paid like that because I don't think any team will pay him. What the Mets just gave Lindor. Well, and I, I think you could argue the Mets overpaid for Lindor. Sure. Which, you know, and that's But they're okay. the Mets. They're in a position to yeah, do that. They, they can do that. And, but if he's really going to get something close to that or thinks he's going to get close to that, yeah, that, that's one where you just shake his hand and say, good luck, sir. Yep. Because, uh, um, you know, I've, I've been for trying to re-sign the guy. Now, I think $20 million a year was too low. Uh, but 
even now, if you come with 25, he's going to be, well, well, look what Lindor got. I'm, I should be on that level. Well, Who's more important to the future of the Astros, Carlos Correa or Alex Bregman? You know, it's funny when a, a couple of years ago, this wasn't even an argument, it was Carlos Correa. And then it wasn't even an argument, it was Alex Bregman. I, I don't know. Uh, I, because, because you're the person who you're, you're, you're throwing out last season for everybody. Yeah. If you throw out last season for Alex Bregman, there's still not even a discussion that Alex Bregman has more upside than Carlos Correa, right? I don't know about upside. He's just he's having a better career. He's a better player. Right now he is, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't know long term because I, I, I still think there's more in the tank for Correa. I think we've seen Alex Bregman's very best, which was not, it was not bad. It was third right. in the MVP voting. Well, third or second? Uh, Third, I believe. Okay, I thought he got second in the MVP voting. Maybe he was second. I don't know. It, that either was way, pre, that was pre-cheating. Nobody's ever winning an MVP yeah. from here again. So John and I did a video on SportsMap, SportsMap.com today, and um, we were talking about, you know, if Springer leaves and then Correa leaves right after him, does it feel like the core of the Astros is is gone? And I said, no. Like you've got, you still have Altuve here. You still have Bregman here. And then guys like Kyle Tucker and Jordan Alvarez become the that, new core. That's the new core of yeah. the Astros. And, and that's, so, what you, that's what you have to do, right? You have to continue to turn it over. And yeah, it would be nice if you still had Correa here with those guys. Sure, but but at, at that price, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been the one saying sign him, and, and you know, I I think the number was going to come in around twenty eight. Uh, but if this if this is what he thinks the market is for him, good luck. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I even think about moving him at the deadline. If there's a market out there and if I can get something for him, uh, I, you know, unless you really think you've got a chance of winning the World Series this year, which, you know, we, we're not going to know. We'll know by the uh, deadline. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think once the Lindor deal happened, there was no chance in hell that uh, they were going to get Carlos Correa done. The problem is we don't expect. I mean, things would have to go terribly wrong for the Astros to be sellers at the deadline. Yeah. Uh, either that or, I mean, not even terribly wrong. If you're just. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, you have a couple pitching injuries and this thing falls apart in a yeah, hurry. Because that's already a sort of a, you're counting on a lot of things to go right. Yeah. So w- one or two of these guys gets hurt. You, I mean, it, it could fall hey, apart. You've already hurry. got one hurt in Framber. Yeah. Uh, so McCullers gets hurt. Uh, Christian yeah. Javier gets hurt. I mean, yeah. something like that. Zach Grinke's never been hurt. Guess what? He's old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the older you are, as you well know now, uh, things break faster. But uh, here's your lineup for tonight. Uh, Jose Altuve will be leading off. No surprise. Uh, Miguel Brantley batting second. Alex Bregman batting third. Kyle Tucker cleanup. Carlos Correa, uh, future former Astro. <laughs> Is fifth. Jordan Alvarez sixth. Yuli batting seventh. Miles Straw batting eighth. Cleared COVID protocol. Yeah, and Martin Maldonado ninth. Now I I wonder if you're going to bat Miles Straw that far down, I might bat him ninth. So every time around, you've got a guy with speed there. Because Maldonado is going to kind of clunk clog the base paths. Yeah. yeah, just a thought. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. So, um. But yeah, that's 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 a pretty good lineup. If Dusty wants advice on how to put together a lineup, he can call me. Uh, you know, I think I think Dusty's phone calls would take almost as long as Cal's. I bat my my fast kid very last, and then I bat my catcher and pitcher first. So when I put on a courtesy runner, the fast kid gets to run. That's if if I were Dusty, that's what I would do. Do you get to do courtesy runners in Major League Baseball? I mean, if you ask, they'll probably give you a courtesy, right? Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think it works you that say, way. You say, look, Blue, do you want my catcher out there running? It's going to take him forever to get his gear on. And then they say, all right, yeah, bring him off. That's how it works. That's how it always works, all through baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, just checking. Just Doesn't check. stop at 14, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, 713-780-ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776. We're going to keep the interviews rolling. Uh, yeah. There's three interviews in one day. I'm exhausted from interviewing. Are you? Are you? Uh, no. 
I feel like you haven't said a word in either interview. Well, yeah, because they were MMA interviews, and then Brad's going to be college basketball. So, You're, I feel like you should you should get docked half your pay today. To yeah, be honest, yeah, yeah. no, I mean there there have been days where I did all the interviews too. Okay, that's true. Yeah, so I mean, hey, I have no problem taking a little break. All right, because I mean, what? I, Why don't you, how about when we interview Brad, you take a break and do the wing challenge? Uh, no, hell yeah, Bubba. not going to do that. Yeah, Nothing. there's pressure on you Listen, now, Fred. Listen, if it had a more pleasant name, like uh, if it was the, oh, I don't know, the Ocean Breeze Wing Challenge. It's the Carolina Squeaker Wing Challenge. <laughs> no, it's the Carolina Reaper, okay? I don't know much about Reapers except they carry those big uh, scythes and they kill yeah. people. So I- I'm not a fan of them. I'm, actually, I Some am. people a- call it a cutter blade. I call it a sling blade. Uh-huh. That's Sound funny like right there. <laughs> okay, so actually, I am a fan of Reapers, but I will, you know, I don't really want to party with them. All right, unless it's come on, friend. Don't hear the Reaper. You don't want to take him into your mouth. No, don't want to do that. Don't need any Reapers in my mouth, even if it bought you a little time. Or, or Carolinians. <laughs> uh, you know, if it bought me a little time, hey, we do. Yeah, what, yeah, you do yeah. what you got to do to survive. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, how bad could it be, right? <laughs> I mean, it could go really bad. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't see the results of the guy eating in there. I don't yeah, know. Could, could somebody let us know what happened? Yeah. I'm, hey, I'm Ray Ray's here. He should do it. Ray Ray, are you doing the challenge? Yeah, Ray Ray will do it. He'll do see? anything. Yeah. 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 He doesn't even know what he's doing. He'll do it. Yeah. But. Ray Ray, like, I feel like they could have got you a bigger mask. Like, uh, Ray Ray's mask looks like Lizzo in a thong. It's like, uh, it's just not enough coverage. <laughs> it's, it, there's it, a lot of side meat showing. Yeah, is what's it's uh, it's like <laughs> side boob for face is what yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but hey, you know, maybe maybe that's just what he wants to do. Maybe he wants to hey, show off his. If face. you're confident, like Ray Ray and Lizzo have that in common, that, that confidence, that swagger. I do not have that confidence. So. That's why I get as big a mask as I can find and cover up as much That's as possible. That's the move. Yeah, it's because uh, I don't want people to have to, to stare at this beak all day. Uh, that, that's, why, you know, that's why nobody's sitting in these front tables, right? No, they say reserved for the wing challenge. Oh, that's I thought why. they were just trying to avoid my beak. No. Hmm. Okay. It would be embarrassing if your nose knocked over somebody's drink at that table, though. That would, well, it's happened. That would be awful. It's happened before. You know that. <laughs> and, and in total accident, you just... Some things can't be controlled. No, just like ask Deshaun Watson. Some things just can't be controlled. Just some urges can't be controlled. Yeah, I mean, you know, one minute you're getting a massage, and the next minute you're air humping. I mean, it's uh, these, these things happen, and I, I don't think we should judge people based on stuff like that, per se. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, seven one three seven eight zero ESP injury number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. And uh, so, bold prediction. What do you what do you think the Astros are going to do this year? They win probably ninety three, ninety four games. They'll be good. They'll, they're, I don't. I don't. I think they'll be good enough to contend for an AL West championship. I think they'll win the AL West. I just don't think there's anybody I, in there that that's any threat to them. And that's even if they do have uh, injuries with the starting rotation. But unless something like unless they make serious moves or things fall apart for other teams i i think the astros aren't a world series contender not a real one yeah i tend to agree i I think uh but here's here's the problem is we didn't learn anything last year from james click at the deadline because there really wasn't anything to do uh and that is the one thing jeff luno was always very good at among other things right but yeah. you knew that, hey, if they needed a starting pitcher or they needed a reliever, he was going to go out and get somebody at the deadline. Yeah. And I don't know if James Click can do that. I mean, you and I both said the Astros have to get a frontline starter at the deadline to win the World Series. Yeah. And he went and got Justin Verlander. That was – And then they needed another top-line guy before the season, went out got Garrett Cole, turned yeah. him into an even better pitcher. Uh, but we Osuna, but we still agree, like that. even in hindsight, we agree, if they don't make that Justin Verlander deal, they never win the World no. Series. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that was that, that they, was the move. Yeah, they had to do it. So, I, I don't know, man. I, I think I, I'm confident they'll win the division for them to make a deep playoff run. Then there needs to be either 
some acquisitions later in the season or some of these young pitchers have to prove that what they showed us last year wasn't a fluke. Yeah. And if that happens, then I'll, I'll change my opinion. But I, I can't see anybody else in this division really pushing them unless they just have a horrible season across the board. And it's hard to imagine that. It really is. All right. I got to tell you guys about Pro Dunk Hoops. ProDunkHoops.com is the website you would go to if you wanted the best basketball goal in the whole wide world. And what makes it better, you might ask? Well, thickest steel of any goal on the market, 75% thicker than you can get in the big box stores, so it's, it's legit. They've got a, a backboard that's, that's so strong, tempered glass, if it breaks or cracks for any reason, they're going to come out and replace it for absolutely free. And it's got a rust-free, rust-free finish, uh, so or it's going to last and last and last, especially here in this Gulf Coast weather. That's a big deal. Guys, you want these goals, there's only one place to get them, ProDunkHoops.com. Uh, they're adjustable from 10 feet to 5 feet with a turn of a handle, so any age can get out there and play and have fun. And they've got a, they've got a, a design to fit your home, your driveway, your backyard. They've got a fully portable version called the Bear if you want to get on that. Either way, they've got something that's going to fit your lifestyle and will get your kids outside and hooping it up. See it all at ProDunkHoops.com. That's ProDunkHoops.com. Seasons don't feel the reaper. Nor do the wind, the sun, or the rain. We can be that day. Come on, baby. You're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Buffalo Wild Wings. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. I think I think my uh, scumbag level went up because I've just bet a tennis match on a friend's advice, so uh, that should tell you something. Uh, joining us now... College basketball, college football legend, I think it's fair to say. Uh, Brad Powers Sports' website, Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. Brad, we're down to three basketball games, man. It's about to, uh, things are about to lighten up here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, I have to find something else to bet on, uh, like you mentioned. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad that, you know, pretty much outside of one game in the NCAA tournament, uh, everything pretty much went, to, to, you know, on course as far as getting the games in, getting them played. So, Anxious to, to see what ends up happening here on Saturday and Monday night. Before we get into the games, I'm curious your thoughts on the uh, on the coaching carousel that's going right now. What do you what do you think an impact? What kind of impact does Chris Beard to Texas have, both for the Longhorns and the and the Red Raiders? Well, I think from an X's and O's standpoint, I mean Chris Beard uh, is one of the best, if not the best, coach right now uh, in college basketball. Obviously, you know I got a ways to go. But, you know that doesn't have you know still has some hardware uh, to. to to bring home to solidify himself as far as career-wise. But right now, I mean, he's about as good as it gets. So, you know, and I know Shaka Smart came in with a lot of fanfare and publicity, but, you know, I think Texas certainly upgraded as head coach. It feels like, you know, Marquette, and even Shaka going to Marquette, I don't think Shaka's a bad coach. I think at Marquette he could have some real success. So it may be a win-win for everybody here. Besides, totally agree. Yeah. Less expectations, yeah. Less expectations in Marquette, uh, but but still, that's still a relatively good basketball school there, and I think they will have success. So yeah, I win-win for everybody involved. Everyone should be happy. What do you think happens with this North Carolina job? Oh wow! Uh, obviously, uh, one of the top jobs in the country. Uh, it also helps that, you know, that Coach K is probably uh, – the, the ACC is kind of wide open uh, where it, it had one of its worst years ever. Uh, so I would consider that job to be very attractive. Uh, don't have any odds yet uh, on who will be the leading candidate because that kind, of, that kind of came out of nowhere today. But, uh, yeah, I'd, I would be stunned if they didn't get one of the top coaches in the country. Well, let's get into the, uh, the, the matchups for the weekend here. Uh, Baylor is minus five against the Houston Cougars, uh, and it's funny because you can find there's minus fives, minus 115, there's minus fives, minus 105, so it's, all, it's kind of all over the place, but generally a minus five is what you're going to find here. Uh, UH obviously has, has really gotten through this thing on their defense. Uh, it's going to be harder to do that against this Baylor team, obviously a, a lot more on the offensive end than they've seen in this tournament, and really that they've seen all season. 
Uh, do you think that, that Houston's defense is, is going to be able to keep them in this game against the Bears? I have my doubts, and a lot of it is strength of schedule for Houston. I mean, the Americans, specifically on the offensive side of the ball, didn't present Houston a lot, a lot of challenges. And you know, Houston can't help it that they ended up facing four double-digit seeds and no teams in the top 30 if you're looking at efficiency ratings in Kempom so far in the NCAA tournament. I think the step up in class uh, will hurt them here, but I also think it's pricing the line, the fact that it's five. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you're getting a deal on Baylor. That's certainly where I'm leaning. When you take it under consideration that Houston's played one team all season in the top 30 at Kempom and Baylor's played 10 teams, and on top of that, I mean, people. I think people forget late January, early February, before Baylor had that COVID pause, a lot of people were thinking – you know, Baylor was as good as Gonzaga, and obviously they had that three-week pause, and then after you know coming back from it, they struggled, lost a couple games, almost lost another one or two. But the last three games, Baylor has kind of reminded me of the team that we saw in December and January, easily one of the top two teams in the country, and if they continue to play like that. I certainly think the Bears are the right side on Saturday night. On the other side of things, I've been um, – I, I, I got a, a little – backlash on twitter.com from my thoughts on ucla I, I think listen it's a nice story they're in the final four i don't think ucla is good I, i'm not buying into they're, they're winning games because 70 percent free throw shooting teams are shooting 50 percent at the free throw line you don't get better at free throw defense uh i i just feel like some things are running hot for them right now and just when you when you think about how this game will play out the, the amount of possessions it will be, how efficient Gonzaga is. I have a hard time seeing UCLA staying within this number, but what do you think? Well, first off, are you showing your age? Twitter.com? I mean, what are we, back to the HTTP uh, colon slash 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 slash, yes. AOL dial-up. Normally... I would when you got an historical spread like this one, and obviously since the tournament expanded to 64 teams in 1985, we haven't seen a spread this high in the Final Four. Knowing me, I normally want to take the dog, but you're right. I do believe in this Gonzaga team, especially on the offensive side of the ball, how efficient they are. Uh, I just think, to me, it's Gonzaga or nothing. And I on the side, as far as the, I'm looking more towards the total. I just think. You know, how much does Gonzaga, and sometimes it's not even like they're trying to get margin. They're just that good that they can get margin on teams. But but I, I got to think UCLA, at least their game plan is to slow it down. I mean, that's the only chance that they have here. And I'm not sure that Gonzaga is rolling out their starters for 35 minutes or so uh, if they get a significant lead. So if push comes to shove here and you absolutely have to get down, I do lean under. You You do lean under, you said? Yeah, under under the total, uh, and we've seen. And look, Lucas Oil Stadium, uh, the, you know, the, with and not so many fans and, and unique shooting backdrops. I mean, the twelve games so far in the tournament, it's eight four the under. And obviously, you got a UCLA team that just played in a dead under game against Michigan. And keep in mind, UCLA, why I think there's some value in playing under their totals. In their last six games, they've had three overtime games with a combined seventy extra points. So. Keep in mind, that that's going into their full season statistics. They played six overtime games. I think because of that, you're finding some slight value on the under in UCLA games. When you see Ken Palm over the course of this tournament, you know, move, move UCLA from like 44 to 16, do you feel like that's, that's maybe an overreaction to what we've seen out of the Pac-12? I get it, the Pac-12 is better than we thought they were. They've played better in this tournament. But do you really think, that UCLA is now the 16th best team in the country, or do you feel like that's that's just too much of a uh, live in the now thing? Uh, I think a lot of it is recency bias, but because you had so much limited non-conference uh, early in the season, I mean these NCAA tournament games are basically your non-conference, and not only is UC, UCLA far exceed expectations, but everybody in the conference uh, pretty much did in the NCAA tournament. I mean, I don't have a problem moving them up significantly, but I mean, yeah, if you told me right now stack-ranked teams, UCLA is a little overrated at 15. I wouldn't have them 15 in my power. 
All right, that is Brad. Pat, do you have a feel for uh, assuming you believe that uh, Gonzaga and Baylor get it done? Do you have a feel for uh, what the what the number would be in the national championship game and which way you'd lean? So I guess since we won't talk to you uh, before then, number is going to probably come around six. Uh, I'm guessing if teams play at, to expectation with Gonzaga being favored by six, I would need at least seven to take Baylor. I, I, if it's six, I, I'm not going to. I'll be interested to see what the total is because. Circa here in town put up uh, that line on that game already. Gonzaga five and a half. They got that up to six. And then the total was 160 and a half. I can tell you this, guys, I did bet under already on that, uh, you know, look ahead line. Isn't it wild that, you know, just a couple days ago, Vegas gave out an eight and a half against USC? And now we're talking yeah. about six, yeah. six and a half, maybe even seven against, uh, against Baylor. Like, it, was that a case of undervaluing Gonzaga in that moment or overvaluing USC in your mind? A little bit of both, but uh, probably undervaluing Gonzaga, how good this team's been. And, and you know, hadn't been playing the league competition in two months, but you, you probably should have gotten an idea how good they were when they played a bunch of good teams at the start of the season. I do think that, is the, especially when we get to this point in the tournament, more and more people who have heard about how good Gonzaga is when they watch them play against USC and you watch them just roll over team, maybe that's the first time you've actually sat down and watched a Gonzaga game. I think people are going, whoa, this team is really, really good. And I think that makes it hard to get value on them at this point in the season. I agree. Uh, But give them credit. They have still won and covered all four games in the tournament. I just – if they blow out UCLA by 20 or so, I, I don't think you're going to get significant value on Gonzaga come the championship game if they play Baylor or Houston. So and if you're really believing in this Gonzaga team and you're able to bet a look-ahead line like that, I think six is probably the way to go at this point because I could only see it going up if they dominate the Bruins. All right, that's Brad Powers. You can find him at bradpowersports.com, uh, on twitter.com, at bradpowers seven. Uh, Brad, appreciate everything you've done for us this college basketball season. We'll talk to you uh, when football rolls around, man. All right, sounds good. I'll be here before we know it. You guys take care. Enjoy the Final Four. All right, that's Brad Powers. Oh, it's been a, it's been a real pleasure having him on during college football and college basketball. And uh, dude knows this stuff. It's, it's fun listening to you guys go back and forth on this because – Seems like you've worked together before. <laughs> you know, just it does. All right, we are going to uh, take a quick break. We'll have a gym of the day when we come back. Please don't go anywhere. It's a blitz on ESPN is a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Buffalo Wild Wings. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Bauer and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. And uh, A.J.'s talked us into another stupid Yeah, thing. buddy. They're going to bring us... Uh, they're going to bring us four wings, and we're each going to try one. Claire, our uh, our promo girl, is going to try one, too. So we'll see if she dies. She's she's like, the hottest thing I eat is sriracha. <laughs> this, it's probably just like sriracha. It's no big deal. Yeah, just, You'll be fine. Yeah, only about 100 times worse. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I'm sure there was a boyfriend or girlfriend joke in there. But, uh, hey, uh, it's Sam Houston Race Park Thursday where we're giving away a pair of tickets in every show. To see all the action live during the 27th annual Thoroughbred Racing Season. Live racing begins at 6.45 p.m. on Friday and Saturday night. Last two nights of the Thoroughbred meet, by the way. Every Friday night, enjoy $2 long necks and $2 wines. COVID-19 protocols will be strictly observed. Uh, so at 5.50, we'll take caller 3 to 713-780-3776. You'll get a pair of tickets to Sam Houston Race Park. Get your wagers in as early as possible. Visit SHRP.com for more info. And... Uh, I was telling you, I had a huge week last week out there yesterday. I had a seven ball, seven winners in ten races. Nice. Which, uh, yeah, things were 
Things are going really well right now. I'm on top of everything. Only only one today, but I've been right around everything. So, uh, um, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna do. We're gonna. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm down with one Carolina Reaper wing. Can I, I give you a Scoville units on these? Yeah, let's do it. All right, uh, Sriracha. A Scoville. The Scoville rating on that is one thousand to twenty five hundred Scoville heat units. The Carolina Reaper, 1.6 million oh. Scoville heat units. It's the same. If I knew what a Scoville heat unit was, yeah. I might be worried about that. Have you ever tasted a Scoville? Uh, I've never have. I never have either. Somebody has. I've never tasted a unit either, so there's that. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, it's just, I guess it's, for you. Yeah, that's a, just, you know, that one time I was drunk. Oh, oh, there they oh are. they're here. Wow. Oh, boy. Can I get one. some more iced tea? Oh, yeah. He's got me. Okay, good. We're good. We're good. I also, uh, you know what? We're good. Napkins. I, I had great, a drunk yeah. mother get kicked out of a club and then beat her boyfriend with a hairdryer after he refused to have sex. It was going to be the He's gym of the day. Him. But I He's think the hot wings are going to be gym of the day. You, you ready? Uh, <sighs> you want to do them at the same time or you want to just. Yeah, we'll do them at the same Are you time. doing flat or drum? I don't I care. Do I'll drum. do whatever. Uh, okay, Fred, here we yeah, go. Give me, uh, give me that one there. All right. That's burning my fingers already. <laughs> oh, boy. Well. All yeah. right. What did you do with Claire? Oh, she just yeah. she had to poop. Well, well, she'll get it whenever it comes back. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, all right. It's hot to the touch. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All it right. Probably well. just came out of the fryer, so yeah. We'll we'll see how it goes. All, all right. right. Let's Bottoms go. Bottoms up. All right. Let's do it. Well, this is great radio, by the way, for those of you driving around and. Uh, not hearing us talk. Yeah. I can see how. Ooh. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. I can see how doing 10 of those in five minutes would be. Impossible. Complicated. Yeah. Oh, why didn't you give us ice cream? Oh, man. It's on, like, my beard mustache. Claire. And it's touching my lip. We got Claire's. Make okay. Sure you- not that bad. Not going to lie. It's now, not that bad. No, it isn't. It, what, like, it, and it's ten actually, of them I don't think I could do. It's good flavor, which normally if you eat something <laughs> extremely hot, you sacrifice all flavors. Yeah, so. uh, I'm going to go with that's not bad. I mean, it's not good. It hurts. A little. But but I'm, I'm still waiting for that secondary burn to kick in. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, it's like all over my tongue right now. I'm getting it in, the, in my uh, cheeks Your and jowls. Yeah. Claire Claire's, it. Claire's unimpressed. On, She's like, oh, us. no problem. She's going to finish them. She's had hotter things in her mouth. It's, oh. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to spread rumors like that. That's, you know. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I couldn't do 10. Claire's like our sweetest person who works at our stage. Why would you say that? Why? Well, no, I'm talking about her, her, her wings. Gosh, she's like the good girl. Now, we have a... a we have another promo dude who probably has had hot meat in his mouth. Oh, but, boy. But not Claire. I, I don't know where you're Shame. coming from. I didn't mean anything like that. That's just typical that you would read something into that. A very... I will give her credit. She's like taking tiny little bites at a time. I stuck the whole flat in my mouth and like stripped yeah, it I, out. I, I, you know, that's when you just rip the Band-Aid yeah, off. You, like, she's going possible. super slow. That makes it even more painful. I don't, I don't know if that's the right strategy, Claire. not going to lie. Is it not hot to you? Although she's handling okay. it. Well, see, and that's the thing. She's that, handling uh, it way better than we did. I yeah, because yeah, the, the, heat, the heat kicked in after, so when you ate the whole thing, you're like, okay, okay, this isn't bad. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, that, that's not good. I think I could do that challenge. No, there's no way I could do that. Um, My tongue is on fire right now. I mean, but that's the thing. How, how much worse is it going to get? That, yeah, like yeah. once you eat one, you, you know how hot it is, and it's not yeah. going to get hotter no, it's just gonna it's gonna last longer. It, all that's gonna all that's gonna change is the end end result, which yeah. means like hours from now, one versus ten. Yeah, you don't want to be in the same room with your wife and kids later, right? But I've also already eaten seventeen non Carolina Reaper wings. Yeah, so I'm not looking to do ten more. But well, I'd be well, I'd say it'd be nine, but you'd have to do ten if you're doing it in five minutes, right? But so, I think you could pull it off. I, I honestly think, dare I say, I might be able to do it. Maybe. And you get ice cream at the end? 
I mean, come yeah, on. Unfortunately, ice cream is not on my keto. Not mine either. Well, neither is that wing. That's covered in sauce. That's true, but I can do one of those. I, I, that's why I couldn't do ten either. What, what do we think, Claire? You all right? Nope. Our eyes are watering. Don't touch your eyes. Don't, yep. don't touch your eyes. My eyes are watering. It's spicy. Well, it is a reaper wing. I mean... We should have just done 10. We should have been ballsy. Yeah. No. Ugh. I tried to get you to. Yeah, I, that was weak. That's my bad. Uh, if we do this again, I'll do 10. <laughs> you Do them. <laughs> Roger, you want those? Ray Ray, you should do that challenge. I think you can handle it. Ray Ray can do 10 easy. Yeah. 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 So I, I do 10 in his sleep. Anyway, that turned out to be your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sponsored segment. The Joe's Good the Timing day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. Yeah, now it's my lips that are numb. Yeah. It, it's almost like I made out with a... Never mind. <laughs> I, 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 there's kids here. Seven Good one. news for the Astros. Yes. Uh, Trevor Rosenthal. So... The the A's lost the best closer on the free agent market to, uh, this last offseason. Liam Hendricks ended up going to Chicago, the White Sox. Yeah. So they got the second best free agent reliever, uh, Trevor Rosenthal. Good news for the Astros is they had to put him on the DL today, or the IL, sorry. There's no disabled people anymore. It's only injured people. So uh, now the, Ash, or the, the A's go into this opening series without a closer, so that's got to be good, right? That's a positive, right? And no Mike Fires. Oh well, yeah, because he's a—he's also super injured, not faking. No, no, he's actually injured. No, he's 100. Yeah, one hundred percent not faking. Yeah, exactly. For sure, not faking. He's a kitty cat. Yeah, no question. Yeah, and a snitch, and you know, frankly, I—I'm I, uh, I'm, going to put him on the pedophile list. No, well, a lot of people have. He is. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of people think he's, that he's a seat recliner. He's a pedo, uh, and and he's a rat. So, I've heard I've heard rumor of two of those three. Uh, I don't, I don't know about seat recliner. Oh, but he's got to be. He's got to be because. But know. I've definitely heard the other two uh, multiple times. That's been accused on him. And you know he might even be a, a might even be a Watson. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I'm just speculating here. But anyone that would do that kind of stuff, I mean, I, I, I think – all right, I'll say it. I think he's a guy who would pull the towel off. I did a radio hit today, and I, I, they were like, uh, do, do you think that these, these 18 women coming forward makes Deshaun's case any better? I said, no. All it tells you is he's had 39 different masseuses. Well, like, 40 if you count that fake one in SI. There was some – there's like an NFL player who was like in my in my in my time in the league. I spent 12 years in the NFL. I might have had 10 massages. Deshaun's like once a week. I got I got to get this done. Oh uh, no, he's like two or three a day at one point. All it told me was those 18 girls. He just didn't find them attractive when they got there. He's like, uh, yeah, you you gals. I'm keeping the towel on for is what it sounds like to me. I don't. I, or maybe they were his second one of the it's day. Too and he's damn like, you know, I, I, I just. You I know, I can't do two a days right now. I don't think masseuses are something that you like. You keep trying something new. It's like, it at some point it's like a barber. You know, like you find a barber you like, and that's the barber you go to. I mean, no, I usually had, it doesn't eh. take 39 tries to find one. And here's the other thing about it. I've had probably 40 different barbers in my life. In your life? We're talking about in the last year. Oh, oh, no, two. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then you, gotta, you also have to consider, the, and just these are the 39 who have come forward on one side of, of this debate or the other. Who knows how many more there are who are just quiet right now. The craziest part is the Texans would give him a massage therapist for free whenever he wanted. Like, he's got access to that, and he's like, no. Yeah, but is she going to go with towel off? That, well, that's the thing. You don't want to. Or he. You don't want to uh, do those things where I mean, you work. I, I mean, if it's you a handsome. You know this as a manager. You don't go into your office building and start doing stuff like that. You do that stuff at home. Yeah, not again. Anyway. You don't bleep where you eat, they no. say. No, you can't do that. Yeah. 
Oh, but uh, yeah, I, I. It's now starting to hurt my throat a little bit, like the burn. Is is it's down yeah, into I, my uh, I, I kind of my I, food tube. I feel okay. So I've, I've kind of got a warm tongue. Supply your own jokes, yes. No, but uh, yeah, no, I, I I feel I feel fine. So uh, anyway, so you could do the challenge yourself. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think I could do it after all. The Just wings raise I've, your hand. Tell them let's do this. No, I mean, after all the wings I've already eaten, um, you could do the cauliflower wings. That's keto friendly. Mm, yeah, but they're not hot. So. Oh. oh, now it really hurts. Well, that that, that was, was a not, mistake. That, that was, was not going to help. That was not going to help at all. That was a mistake. By the way, they're wandering around giving out Crawford box here. I know. Which is another thing I can't have right now, and it's killing me. It's just killing me. Now, mind you, I I know some people, so I have basically an unlimited supply of Crawford box, but it is True. nice when someone says, hey. I know, but we're at a more free Crawford box. We're at a bar. It's baseball starting. They're wandering. The the nice young ladies are wandering around with Crawford box. Dodgers are losing. Yeah, I mean it's a good day. The the Jays, the Jays got the Yankees. Yep, yep. And so I'm like, oh man, it'd be nice to have a Crawford box. And then, no, I decided my fat ass has to lose weight, so I don't get to have beer right now. Sorry, Fred. All right, uh, what do I have here, Aaron? TGS Insurance. Oh. I'm going to tell you guys how to save money on your homeowner's insurance. If you own your home and you haven't checked them out, I don't know what you're waiting for. The average customer is saving over $900 a year by switching their insurance over to TGS. TGS has already shopped every home in our area. They know what you could be paying for homeowner's insurance. And you probably don't know what you were paying. I certainly didn't know what I was paying. I was just going along with whatever. I probably bundled something at some point and thought I was getting a real good deal. Well, and then I texted TGS, and they said, dude, we can get you the same coverage for $1,000 less a year. And I said, what? You know what I could do with $1,000? Buy stuff, like whatever I wanted for $1,000. And they were like, okay, well, let's switch it. So I did, and now I'm happy, and I've saved $1,000. Graham in our office saved $2,600 and it's so simple. You just text the word money to 232323. You're going to start saving. They're going to get you out of your old policy and start saving you money today. That's money to 232323 for TGS insurance. I don't know exactly what's going on. Made a mill and I don't know what to blow it on. I tell a critic shut up like my show is 